Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hey friends, this is Rachel. I'm glad to be with you as we continue in Acts chapter 22 today. We find Paul in Jerusalem, having been warned that there will be a huge cost to him for just being there. Yesterday, we read of Paul's fearless address to the angry Jewish mob. And in that speech, we noticed that Paul didn't match violence with violence or anger with anger. And he didn't get distracted from the mission before him, even though it would have been so understandable to do so. Instead, we read that Paul boldly shared his testimony, and he expressed his heart for his Jewish brothers. He shared that he too once persecuted those following the way, but he had met Jesus on the road to Damascus, and that changed everything. And now, even though Paul knows that these Pharisees will reject his message, his desire is for them to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. And we would hope that these gathered leaders, they would repent and receive the good news about Jesus. But as we start our reading today in verse 22, they listened to him up to this point. Then they raised their voices shouting, wipe this man off the face of the earth. He should not be allowed to live. Wait, that's not how we think the story should go. Imagine Paul trained as they were, once believing as they did, and desperately wanting his fellow Pharisees to meet Jesus. He, more than many others, understands their views. He's been one of them, and he's hoping they'll listen, repent, come to faith in Jesus. But not only do they reject his message, they reject him. They don't just turn their backs and walk away. They want to destroy him. Picking up in verse 23, as they were yelling and flinging aside their garments and throwing dust in the air, the commander ordered him, Paul, to be brought into the barracks, directing that he be interrogated with a scourge to discover the reason they were shouting against him like this. And as they stretched him out for the lash, Paul said to the centurion standing by, is it legal for you to scourge a man who is a Roman citizen and is uncondemned? Now, when the centurion heard this, he went and reported it to the commander saying, what are you going to do for this man is a Roman citizen? The plot twists. Paul is facing a flogging because it's one way that the soldiers can discover the reason for all this uproar. And then he states that he's a Roman citizen. This status comes with many protections. And this is not the first time we've seen Paul appeal to his Roman citizenship. The first time was in Acts chapter 16, after the midnight deliverance of Paul and Silas. And here in chapter 22, Paul escapes interrogation with a scourge, just barely. Now it's interesting to me that in Acts, we see Paul endure many hardships as he advances the message of the gospel. But here we see the protection provided for him. Paul is using every tool he can to advance the mission. I also think it's interesting that we don't see Paul use his Roman citizenship to make more of himself 
or to put others down, but instead to advance the message of Jesus. Verse 29 and 30. So those who were about to examine him withdrew immediately. The commander too was alarmed when he realized Paul was a Roman citizen and he had bound him. The next day, since he wanted to find out exactly why Paul was being accused by the Jews, he released him and instructed the chief priest and all the Sanhedrin to convene. He brought Paul down and placed him before them. Now, I'm guessing that Paul probably would have survived the horrific scourging. But would he have been able to address the Sanhedrin the next day? Maybe he wouldn't even survive the night because of that angry Jewish mob. After all, because of his citizenship, he was protected by the Roman guards. Paul was uniquely situated and fully on mission. He used his intellect and training, his position, and his past. How about you? How about me? Let's consider today our unique situations and how we can maximize them for eternity. Are we using our education, our qualifications, our positions, even our past? Are we using them for our own comfort, our own advancement, our own entertainment? Or are we using them to make Jesus known through both our words and actions? Are we living out the 1% life for the sake of the 3630? Let's pray. Lord, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are sovereign over all. We pray that as we have learned from Paul's life, that we would do likewise, that we would recognize our areas of giftedness of the gifts that you have given us that we would use them to build up your kingdom for your glory alone. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.